Yo, what up? It's Vince McMahons. This is Chad Jeek, Slim Villain. And together we are the Fabulous Three Bros. You already know what it is. Subject to change. It's the Professional Wrestling Podcast where we break down all the high spots, the low blows, and everything else that's happening in the square circle. So let's get right to it. Vince, like Vince McMahon, like he, he's like the opposite of having any type of like morals or ethics of any kind. And uh, what's her name? The, the, ah, uh, damn, I don't remember her name. She has the lucha mask and they let her. Oh, yeah, her. like Katrina, it was like Katrina Moreno, I think. She, yeah. she, she, yeah, she's gonna get like deported now because she doesn't have a visa and she's like on like a 30 day non compete. So now she can't like work for like another promotion. And possibly get like another visa, like all yeah. that. Imagine finding out you have to leave the country through like a fucking tweet or like a or an email from John Laryngitis. Like, yeah. So you think that shit. they could like like work with them at least? Like you got to know like the status of like your talent. Be like, you know what? We're, we're going to release you, but like we'll try to like make this like your visa will we'll help you through this process. But like, nope, you're on your own. Bye. Yeah, good luck with that. Like, that's awful. Wild. That's that. That's that. Damn, my fault. And then, like, I saw this video. I saw. This, I think it was like a TikTok. Like Renee Young, like talking about when, one time when like Vince like was yelling in her ear during like a pre-show panel. She said that she was like thrown into like an interview with Tyson Fury, and she called him like the Gypsy King. And then Vince McMahon like was screaming in her ear. He's like, he's like, you fucking ruined it. You ruined the fucking segment. And she's like, what? He's like, what? And he's like, he's like, you didn't call him the lineal champion. And she's like, what? Like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> and then and then she said she just wanted to like, she said she just wanted to like take her headset off and like throw it down, like go to a car and go home. Like after that, like it just like. Bro, imagine on live TV looking into the camera and there's an old a fucking old man screaming in your ear, yelling at you. It's like. And, and like everybody can hear it. That's like on the panel, like in like their headset too. She, she said like that was like embarrassing too. That that like happens in front of like her peers. That like she's getting like screened at like that. Like, well, you said this was probably... oh, this happened to Renee Young. Yeah, yeah. Renee Young. Okay, yeah, yeah. God damn that! I could imagine like that first month she had on commentary was pretty rough. Yeah, he's probably screaming in her ear like. Yeah. <laughs> Three hours Jeez, just bro. Like, so first time in this spot, man. Calm they down. fully quit uh, WWE with the TNA because of that shit. Like when he was on oh, commentary. Shit, is, that, is that really why he left? Yeah. He's, he, he wrote about it in one of his books. Like he was like on commentary for a month and he, or two months. He was like, he's like, I can't deal with this shit. Like I'm I'm he's like, you're not talking to me that way. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> he's like, I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'll pre- that shit too. I appreciate God. Mick for keeping that same like energy now where he like actually calls them out on their bullshit, which I mean lends credence to what we're gonna be talking about mostly on the show today. Da, da, da. Nobody spot him. Nobody spot him. I'm surprised no one spot him too. I, Especially I the way he talks to some people. Like I oh like Kofi fought him that one time, but <laughs> he literally attacked that man. Bret Hart did it. Bret Hart laid yeah. hands on that man. Yeah, Bret Hart oh, yeah. him. I would spit on he him. He knocked him out one punch. <laughs> Only person to do that in history, right? One punch Brock, knocked him out. Brock threw the belt at him. Brock threw the belt at him. Did. 
But right. yeah, not, not many people can get close to Vince. I wonder. I wonder what kind of repercussions will come with yeah, that. Yeah, I want Keith Lee to beat his ass. <laughs> no, I know Keith, Keith Lee would never do that. Man, should we just go right ahead and just get started yeah, with let's this get, shit I'm, show? Yeah, let's get to it. Because look, man. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode number thirty-six. Episode. Number 36. Episode number 36 of Subject to Change. What's your boys, the fabulous three bros here? I'm your host, Vince McMahon. Being joined by the fro wrestling journalist himself, Chad G. What's good, Chad? What's good, people? How's it going? This has been a, uh, a wild week of wrestling. A tough one it is, my good man. And now, hey yo, fuck Nick Kong. Hey, oh shit! Fuck Nick Kong. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was expected that. I was, ex- yeah, I had my eyes closed. Then I opened up. So that yo, you scared the shit out of me, Dylan. It's not Halloween no more, bro. <laughs> hey, but look, who just scared you? That was an appearance of the faceless Sensei Slim. Hey, Amen. The Damas Predictions Champion. The Slim Villain. The Slim Villain himself. Dylan Miller. What's good, Dylan? What's up? What's, what's up, friends? What's popping? I'll tell you what's um, popping off. What's popping off, man? What's popping? A lot of shit in this wrestling industry, man. A lot of frustrating, uh, demoralizing, depressing events have occurred in this last week. And I'm starting calm because I'm expecting this to be subject to rant. This is the first edition of subject to rant because I'm here for it. If you go back in the archives and listen to when I tried to start this show solo, Breaking Kayfabe, episode two, Rage in the Cage, <laughs> I go there. And this might be one of them times where we got to go there. Because <laughs> the shit that we seeing from this company and the people backstage making these decisions, I'm tapped out. I'm done. Because, like, this shit is so frustrating, man. This week was another week where we had a bomb shell of releases happen. We talking people that's supposed to be world champions, supposed to carry a company and Keith Lee. We talking about people like BFAB who just signed a contract two weeks ago and getting cut. Crazy. We talking about Nia Jax who had a mental health break and requested more time off and is gone. Mm-hmm. We even talking about Triple K Karrion Cross, former NXT champion who y'all pushed as a dominant man on Wednesday, but then who got came over on Monday and folded in two minutes to Jeff Hardy He's going. What else? What do we have to look forward to? What is the show anymore? Mm-mm-mm. I'm going to stop right here because I'm going to let one of y'all go. I don't want to get too far into it, but what are just y'all, what were y'all initial thoughts? First of all, where were you when this happened? It's almost something like that. It's almost like a, where were you when Michael Jackson died type of shit? Where was you at when you opened up Twitter and you saw Sean Ross set posted some shit 
shout out to SRS, the woes of fucking WWE. And he posted, boom, Keith Lee is going. Mia Yim is going. I was, I was, <laughs> I was, I was sleeping. Like, like I, 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 I don't even know. I just like, looked at my phone and I just saw like, I saw like Mia Yim released. And then I saw Keith Lee released. And I was surprised. And I think even more surprising than even the Keith Lee was BFAB, honestly. Just because, mm-hmm. yeah, that's like surprising said, the most. She's just signed a new contract. Hit Row just debuted on the main roster. They had this t shirt that went out for sale that sold out. BFAB is an integral part of the unit, too. And then they just released her. Like, it made no sense. I'm not gonna lie. I thought that shit was like, I don't know why I thought it was a rib because, like, I was reading our text at first and like I was re- like I had just woke up so I was like reading it but I wasn't really reading it so I was just kind of like skimming over it and then like I saw release and I was like I opened up my Twitter and I was like oh shit and I was like oh shit and I was like oh what the fuck is going on and I was like oh and it just kept happening I think the first one I saw was Keith Lee the first one I mm-hmm. opened up and saw I saw Keith Lee was a release by WWE I said what the fuck I was like, oh, this is going to be bad. And you keep scrolling. Nia Jax. I saw said, Nia Jax. Wow. I was like, oh, they're crazy. really going. I was like, be fed. I was like, oh, no, they're fucked up. Now, let's talk about, let's focus in on that real quick because this week, I think we all felt it. I think they felt it. B-Fab was like the linchpin of that group. Like, mm-hmm. she brought them all together. She was what made them mesh and made them different. When they didn't have B-Fab there on Friday, it seemed so hurt. It, it was deflated. Hurt. They looked sad. They looked like they was all about to just cry. They was just there, like, yeah, like we here, like it's like, like when, a big elephant in the room. It's like when exactly. when Sanity lost Nikki Cross, like they were done. In the second, mm-hmm. like, like that that was like that that sets them apart. Like you see a, a lot of groups with like just men or just women, but like I they had it. three men and one woman in a group, and then that set them apart. That made them unique, and like, I think with that uniqueness. What is it about? intergender groups that they don't like at all they don't like i don't think mr man likes them carmella carmella enzo and Cass. you're right split up immediately and act that legato okay and cross and scarlet karen cross and scarlet legato that's they they act like the men and the women can't fucking coexist in a fucking world they Mm -hmm. probably don't want to like i don't know i don't i really don't know like i i'd be trying to like understand like the the moves and the decisions they make and like i really don't i can't understand like i can't pinpoint why they like do certain shit that they can't coexist like outside of like a romantic context like oh, they can't just be like homies. Coexist. yeah exactly so it's like, like so he saw he was like so he saw rich swan and beef he was like so you're not a couple but rich you're friends rich with each other but you're slightly flirtatious that doesn't make any damn sense like hey, rich swan I mean, not Rich Why did I say Rich Swan? Swerve Scott. Man, I'm, my, my mind is all over the place right now, bro. My mind is all just yeah, like, but, but, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, you, you, but you get my point. Like, right? I, can't, I can't imagine them like putting out uh, promos of Hit Row and watching them on NXT and then watching her come up to SmackDown, drafting them, seeing them debut on SmackDown, cutting that fire ass promo, selling out merchandise, the crowd. Like, and then just like be like, I don't think this is working. He never yeah. gave them a chance. He never gave them a chance. It's been two weeks. Either. It's been two weeks. But I don't think that's fair to like. 
Of course, it's not fair to beef that, but that's definitely not fair to like hit road two because they literally just sucked the life out of their entire group. Well, I don't, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that because I don't want to write them off. But at the same time, it's like people are going to say talent have to. I don't know what's the, the word. The fucking uphill battle. Prove themselves. Like, the yeah. The uphill battle when they don't have to. I feel like that's that's like the consistent thing in WWE. They always yeah. make every talent have to fight an uphill battle. It, it doesn't make sense. Like sometimes people are just like they came from NXT and they're ready. Like that's what you have. You have the developmental to develop them. And I need like, trust that they were developed enough to be on the main roster. Like, I, I can't imagine like the like being in BFAP's head like over the last year because it's like you you debut in this like this faction that gets over immediately and they, mm-hmm. they give you all this attention and then they call you up immediately. And then you think it's working, you sign a new contract, and then they fire you. And, and she was just, in the PC yeah. for like a long time, wasn't she? She was in there for like a few yeah, years before while. this even yeah. happened. And so she's grinding. If you this. think about it on an even deeper level, it's like she got over not only like just like flat out getting over, but like she got over doing a gimmick that like she loved and like you know she actually likes music. And you know I feel like she yeah. probably thought like this is like a dream to me. Like imagine just like living at your highest of high over like these span of, I don't know, like six or six or eight months, however long it's been. And then the next minute you're gone. Like you just debuted on Fox television like two weeks ago. And then now it's like, what what's next for her? You know what I mean? Because like, it's not much of a huge like indie women's development scene right now that like she could develop it. I mean, maybe she can, maybe she can go to WoW or something, but like, I felt like that was the spot for her. Like she had a perfect chance to like really grow as a star under that spotlight in that realm under the WWE's production and development, she could have been something, but like they just flat out give up on it. And honestly, it's blatantly sexist the way that they do shit like this. And they had her wrestle what she, I just saw she, she's been in the performance center since 2019 and she had like two matches in NXT mm. and then yeah. they called her up and then they released her. Like mm. I, that's an indictment on their process. Yeah. That, that, now, that you do that. You don't get them the reps and then you release them. Yeah. Like a minute. Yeah. And why draft Mia Yim if they were going to fire her? Like, that doesn't make sense. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They typically don't have plans for a lot of these people. They're Mia Yim just... didn't even wrestle a match this year, I don't think. Did she? Nope. No. Nah. That's another thing. Splitting up families, man. Or just releasing whole families. Yeah, releasing, like, two checks. Yeah, how you release an entire, like, household income? That's crazy. It's crazy. just, like, like, you don't lose sleep at all. You just, like, oh, these are action yeah. figures. Like, I'm just going to, like get new ones for real i don't at even least, think i don't even think at this point they're trying to accrue like any more talent i think they just like really realizing like all right we can't do shit with all these people we need to find to figure out a way to do something with them and maybe they do have good faith in thinking that like these people can find work outside of their company because that's yeah, they, so yeah. much shit happening so maybe you know they do mean it in a good way but it's like honestly you know what we probably gonna fuck you up so you might as well just go somewhere else and, and I don't even out. think that's what they're thinking. Nah, they're just, I don't think that's, thinking. <laughs> that's what they need to be thinking. That, honestly, though, but that's the core of it because it's like you don't know what you're doing with this. You got too many fucking weapons on your team. You got so many weapons that you don't know what to do with them. You just a fucking dumbass sitting there, like, oh wow, I got this. Uh, what, what can I do with this? Oh, but it man, can be so easy though. You're so amazing, but uh, I like I like action figures with my heads off. Pop that shit off. This yeah. is way better. <laughs> yeah. Like you just fucking them up. For what? Like, like from you're upset. <laughs> and look, I got an actual point behind this because my theory behind it is Vince has no appreciation or liking for people that get over un- not under his control, like under his machine. 
Think about anybody. You know, think NXT's about anybody that's machine. <laughs> yeah, and NXT's his machine, but Keith Lee was somebody who had a lot of attention behind him before he even signed. So that was a big like acumen or some somebody for them to get at that point. But think about all the people that he's fumbled the bag on so far. Adam Cole, he had a big following. Um, I mean, and and the thing is too, it's it's even stranger because these people have been on the main roster for like for like uh, stints, like. Adam Cole was up in when NXT did that invasion around Survivor Series like, mm-hmm. a few years ago. Had that amazing match with Brian Danielson, like on on uh, that one SmackDown when everybody was stuck in Saudi Arabia. Right. They tore it down with each other. Got a glimpse. Got over. He got hit that great match with Pete Dunne on on mm-hmm. Survivor Series that year too. And then he still was like, oh, I don't see. Yeah, he, he had he had he had Adam Cole in the Royal Rumble too. Mm-hmm. I think at, at one point as well. Honestly, I mean, honestly. It came down to Adam Cole's decision. Like they didn't cut him specifically, but like no, but they they didn't give him a. I mean, yeah, but I feel like they 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 probably forced his hand. Yeah, because they wanted him to be Keith Lee's manager, change his name. Well, that's what was rumored. That's what was rumored. But obviously, Keith Lee is now too. So what the fuck? Maybe that was the only plan they had for Bull. Oh, unless you got Adam Cole as your manager. But Adam Cole was a manager. Like you have Adam Cole, you're you're gonna make him a man. Like we we know that's confirmed at least that they wanted to make him a manager. Yeah, like that, like. That's insane that you would have this guy who's your NXT champion for like the better part of like the last like two years, mm. and you're like, let's make this guy a manager. Yeah, but I mean, it goes back to Keith Lee, which is like the big point of this is like he Bro, was also a former. He Keith was the last. Lee. He was the last what third or fourth NXT champion, and if you even mm-hmm. go back further, all the former NXT champions are like gone, like most of them. Except for what some of they're literally they've they're trying to I feel like they're trying to scrub that entire like image of NXT mm-hmm. like because the way they like the amount of stars they've had like at their disposal ready for the main roster that could have like created a new generation of like main event stars if they like handled them correctly, bro. They're all gone. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then once again, when Keith Lee came up. For some reason, he felt like, okay, you're working over here, but nah, I got to make you my thing. I got to put a fucking singlet on you and some a kilt or whatever the hell you had him wearing a, a skirt. Take away his theme song, too. Take away his song, made it some generic theme number seven, and just completely wiped everything that we once thought was great about Keith Lee. Like, why, why is it that everything has to be under your system or under your image of what these people need to be? Why can't you just accept who they are and just let them run and just let them go? And his vision is rarely better. It's it's a lot of times worse. It makes it it's more generic, stupid. and like, it, like it's not like look at the new day, like with, with Vince McMahon, like what he gave them initially, an awful gimmick that they had to work through. Like this should not, this should, every town should not have to work through your garbage that you put out and try to make it work. Like you should, you should help them out at, at a certain point. Like. For example, Liv Morgan, they're finally putting her into like a singles program, right? Mm. But look how long she's been getting like these crazy ass reactions. And like every time she has momentum, they kind of just like cut her legs off. It's like when yeah. she finally does get that title and they're going to be like, oh, see, this was their plan all along. And, and like, honestly, I don't trust really? them with this because this is probably just going to be a, a quick like one pay-per-view promo uh, program, maybe, mm-hmm. with, with Becky and Liv. I don't trust that they're going to have follow-up on this. When she came but... up and, like, they showed the camera on her, 
everybody was like oh yeah like i was like she ain't about to do shit like <laughs> i didn't believe yeah. nothing like because I'm, I'm like y'all not to just it's not bit, follow like, through with nothing Lynch, like, like y'all try to put her up just like oh what about this what if this happened and i was like yeah you're probably not gonna do nothing with that i think it's gonna happen she's gonna have a, a, a probably a really good match for becky people are gonna get all excited the push is yeah. gonna last for like a few more weeks and then they're gonna get bored and then she's gonna fade to the background like they do with everybody else like they exactly. even have a ripley honestly she's yeah. champion but i feel like she's not like doing anything like that important like yeah. on the show each week right, there's but- not even a division there <laughs> yeah there's before not like- we I don't want to dig too deep in the raw, but I heard you saying, no. Is there any other releases that y'all wanted to really talk about? How many people got released? Because it's like, uh, yeah, I, I, I just didn't want to like glance over it, you know? Oh, before well, we got deep into what's her name? Um, well, she's known as like AQA on indie on Indies before, but uh, she's in Zeta Rambier and uh, oh, NXT. Uh, Zeta Ramirez. Yeah, he had he like beat, one match no, where he she beat, beat Tony, Tony Storm. Storm. With a, cool, where the fuck press. is Tony Storm, by the way? Oh yeah, that's your stuff. She's crazy. Shout out to that. And then, and then they never did anything with her. She's she's young too. Like I don't understand why they were released her. It's like what was the reason? It makes sense. Yeah. Ember Moon. It's like budget cuts. Ember like, Moon come is on now. I could have saw Ember Moon coming. Honestly, like I feel bad for her, but like it's it's some people on here I could like I'm not surprised about like let's say Dorado, Grand Metal League, Oni Lorkin. Mm-hmm. Frankie uh, Monet yeah, kind of surprised me. I saw Monet kind of surprised me. Oh, Frankie Monet. I feel bad for Frankie Monet because this seems. Oh, you did her dirty. It seems targeted due to her age. Dirty. Like that seems why like they're releasing her. How old is she? I don't even know. She's thirty-eight years old. Oh wow! So, so call her up to the main roster. Yeah, she was ready. She's been ready. She was it's like, why was she in NXT to begin with? She had. I think. I think I saw she had like six minutes of like match or eight minutes. Mm. Of, of match time and like no matches over four minutes Some i don't know when i when i saw her matches i never really was like super impressed with her well that's because they gave her no time they yeah, gave I mean, her that's, like zero that's time. all i really saw from her so i was like eh. i was like yeah it's all right i feel like her, if like, she would have had a pro- if she would have came in like a little earlier maybe had a, pro- a program with eo instead of raquel it probably would have went a lot better for her no shade against Ra- well, you know and I'll also oh, never mind. just just like Unlike some life shit, like her and John Morrison moved from Los Angeles to Orlando mm-hmm. recently over the past few days. Most likely, probably so she could like be closer to like the performance center, the train, and then she gets released. Like a few, like that's awful. You're too late. Should have did that months ago. Goodbye. So many, so many, and then she said something about like so many like the thing that hurt the most for her was like all the people that like lied to her basically i can i can imagine yeah. they all like that from from have, what? like poker faces and they just like smile on your face and don't yeah. say shit and from then they I... email you oh don't come back mm. yeah from what i heard especially from like nia Jax's instagram um post about it i don't know if you got to see it it does seem like they just kind of like blind you from the truth of what's going on they don't even like really inform you that like your job is potentially on the line or anything like they don't let you know that there's any like bad ground or anything it's just very like um con- um what's the passive aggressive i guess would be the right way to say. Oh, yeah, remember, remember everybody was shitting on leah rush and ach for talking about this mm-hmm. and like saying like oh you guys are just complaining and stuff about like how like the management was and how shady they were and like talking out like both sides of their mouth but look at this now like they're right like they've been proven to be right 
these at this point years. at this point can i say this like hmm. i'm ready for them to settle company if it mean it, if it means that the people behind there are going to change i don't know what that would future would look like a wwe under d- different ownership but it's probably going to stay with Khan there and, and Vince McMahon and Flynn. Yeah, so? that's what really? I'm thinking. If I think they'll stay in creative, I, yeah. I think you will. They'll probably just sell. But like, can those people on the top change to... that? Can they have the power to remove them from, you know, from? I mean, he'll, if Vince McMahon sells, he's probably going to keep like some sure percentage of control. It, yeah. yeah. God damn it. But so can... man, it's just, it's hard to see. Like, I mean, hey, look, we didn't fuck with Karen Cross and Scarlet. I mean, I fuck, I don't care about Scarlett, but Karen Cross is shitty. Um, but he going too, man. Like, it's just kind of crazy to see. That's crazy. I mean, even though I didn't like him, I thought y'all fucked on him. I'm not y'all. I'm I talking about WWE. Him. I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. I'm like, I thought they, I thought they was a fan of this guy. Always trying to like give, throw him out here. Maybe Vince was like, hey, that nigga shitty too. Bro, let's look at his yeah. last year, right? Let's, or is it because, or is it because the rumors that some of these people got cut because they refused to get the shot we're gonna get to that we're gonna get to that, gonna get to that. All, right, all right all right let's take let's just take a look at karen cross last year right mm-hmm. nxt champion undefeated mm-hmm. defeated all the the top nxt stars defeated like finn balor whoever else he beat right comes up main roster debuts on raw nxt champion nigga fucking loses changes the gimmick Changes his gimmick again, gets fired. You can't. It's kind of like when you look back at it, that that promo that Adam Cole cut on him was like. I was about to say you forgot to add that in the storyline because that's also part. That's <laughs> yeah, a I had to go. I had to go back to that. I had to go back to that. Adam Cole said, "I'm gonna straight bury this dickhead that y'all putting at the top. Then I'm gonna dip out and go." And then now he's gone place. too. <laughs> Adam Cole just created chaos and left. Yeah. He really, he really blew up this man's entire spot and was like. <laughs> With that being said, though, I can easily, I can easily <laughs> see Keith Lee jumping over to AEW. I want that to happen. Oh yeah, that, that's this a, a case. No-brainer. This is a case that's where a I want I want them to grab him because Keith Lee he got to be on TV. He got to be on TV. He got to be He's on perfect. TV. He's perfect for for the style too. The AEW wrestles because because yeah. he wrestles that like nobody like style. That, yeah, abs- yeah, like maybe Brian Cage, but like I think Keith Lee's like better than Brian Cage too. He's linked it up with a lot of them before in Indies, right? Like, yeah, when he was on the scene, he he probably um I don't know if he. I, I would like, I would love if he like came in like immediately feed with Adam Cole mm-hmm. again. Like they picked that up. Like you bring yeah. him in to to take on like the the super elite. Like yeah. oh man, I keep booking Marco Stunt in these spots, but if he pounces, oh, if he just pounces <laughs> into like out of the oh, fucking Brandon ring Cutler. into a crowd of people, I can see him do that to like to Zap, to uh, to Brandon Cutler or Nakazawa. Yeah, like. But- I can see that. That's coming soon, bro. Keith Lee's going to AEW. He's going to yeah, be Yeah, They got to get Amber Moon, too. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. I think those two are, are people that they need. In That'll the, really the add. That's, look, we be talking about black wrestling draws, man. If they add, like, him and they get Gresham, too. Yeah. Like, you can't they have a that. solid. Yeah, you can't fumble you can't that. Fumble and then with Dante Martin, Lee Moriarty, Leo Rush, mm-hmm. Darius Martin coming back, Will Hobbs. But, they can have like, all the pieces in the world. It's just a matter of what they do. Use, use them. Right? Yeah, yeah gotta use them. Use them. Learn from the people across over at Connecticut. Look at what they're doing. They're doing some dumb shit right now, man. Fuck them. Be different. Be different. I will don't, give them credit. Don't though. keep taking shots. Just be different. That's it. I give them credit though, because they they have been rotating these people in like on each show and like, like Rampage and Dynamite and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
like they've been rotating the people like in like that's i'm happy that this week they're gonna actually have like like the the lee moriarty and matt seidel match versus like leo rush and dr martin on dynamite like it's not on elevation it's on a dark mm-hmm. it's on a rampage like it's on like the actual like main show this week nice wait lee moriarty was who Lee Moriarty and Matt Seidel versus uh, Leo Rush and Leo Dante, Rush and Martin, Dante Martin. Martin. Oh. on Dynamite. You saw how Leo Rush was looking at, at Lee Moriarty or how they both was looking at each other? Lee was like, I don't know. He might have to jump ship. They're going to create that faction we was talking about. <laughs> Let me find out Leo Rush listening to this podcast. That'd be dope. But, yeah, that match is going to be a, a barn burner for sure. The least. Shout out to Jim Ross, though, who actually revealed that he's um going through treatment right now for skin cancer. Um, yeah, I don't know if y'all saw that story, but yeah, shout out to Jim Ross, man. My favorite, favorite, all-time favorite announcer, man, is for everybody else, man. Most historic, iconic wrestling voice you ever hear. But anyway, mm. I feel like something else happened, but... Um, Should we go down with the list? Is there like a, of a all the people? List? Yeah, just yeah I, can, I can try to pull up a, I can try to pull up a full list. But I said some of the names. I mean, we could talk about even Marie. I'm glad that Yeah. Happened. That was just yeah. unnecessary signing. Yeah, that was like a question mark. Mm-hmm. Like it, was, it didn't at any point work. Yeah. As as the great Dennis Green said, uh, the R we thought they were. Oh, this is the full <laughs> since 2020. Damn, 120 people going since 2020. That's crazy. All right, so November 4th. people. Wow. November 4th, B-Fab, Ember Moon, Eva Marie, Frankie Monet. They spelled it wrong here. Grandma Dalik, Jeet Rama. Only saw him a little bit. Jesse Camilla. Only saw her a little bit. Karrion Cross, goodbye. Katrina Cortez, who just came up with Legato, goes back to our point. They don't like groups with uh, intergender. Mia Yim, Nia Jax. How do y'all feel about Nia Jax situation? Because like, it's I feel like that it is pretty wrong that they like. I mean, they sent her to schedule saying like this when you coming back. She was like, all right. I mean, I'm, I need a little more time off. They was probably like. Well, we already sent you the schedule. She causing all this. She caused all this disruption. Now we gotta rethink what we do is doing. We already have yeah. put you into the they ain't book shit. But then I think they was like, oh, you inconvenience. And then they didn't even reply to her request. And the next thing she knows, she's gone. Like, damn. That's yeah, I like, think that's, that's disrespectful, especially somebody. Yeah, somebody that's yeah. worked for you for so straight long. Straight up, you straight with them. Like that. That's the thing. Like, and if it was like as like the rumor says that like it was her vaccine status, like. Say that too, mm-hmm. like yeah, say that. Say like, that's why you got you you look at the mm-hmm. vaccine. So we have to let you go. Like just be straight with them. Like don't just say budget cuts. Then and then that shit is so insulting. And then on the same day, like talk about how profitable your company is and how much money you guys are making. That's not even the first time they did that too. Why do they always do it like the same day? It seems disrespectful. Is this their formula to making all that damn money? It's like it's, it's probably like quarter. to take the attention away. It's like every time they have like one of these like earnings calls, they like release a ton of talent. I bet you they're gonna be nervous like the next time they do one of these, like a bunch of wrestlers. Like there's no way, like nobody if you can feel safe even too. Like mm-hmm. unless you're like the four horsewomen or Roman or the new day, like you can get cut like pretty much easily. Oh. Or Bianca. I forgot. I Bianca. wanted to I wanted to talk about that too. Yeah, like what who are the untouchables of the WWE, you just said most of them, right? Bianca, Sasha, I'd say probably Street Profits too. Just street like, Profits, yeah. I mean, we could we could talk about the yeah. whole list. I mean, we got Roman, Seth is untouchable, I believe. Um, 
the bloodline, I guess. Bloodline, yes, untouchable. Um, Finn Balor? Nope. I don't say. I don't think so. Oh, that'd be. I I, I want to say no, but I can't. I get. I don't even know. I don't know AJ, at this point. AJ were, Styles. AJ Styles, I think is. I think he's untouchable. Yeah. Do you think AJ, if given an opportunity, would leave at this point in his career, or you think he would just stay right around? I think, I think he, he'd I think stay. He'd he won his career down. I, I think so yeah. too. I don't think he would have any reason to go AEW. It's because he went on that grind for like so long. Yeah, like and like AJ Styles been around for a long Japan. ass time. He's and in he a has, great spot too. And he has like all these kids that he has to like. Mm-hmm. I think he's content just doing what he's doing and having to travel. And I'm what? Kevin Owens not untouchable. I think Kevin Owens is leaving. Yeah, I think he's straight, he, he, he straight up hinted at yeah, that. He said, leave. whether whether I'm here like three years or three months, <laughs> like I'm going to give my all while I'm here. Like, I can't imagine working there over and like seeing what happened over the weekend and being like, yeah, I want to renew my contract. Yeah. yeah. It's a stable place for my family. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. Like what kind of precedent are they setting by having a company where the next thing you know, you could just be going like, I feel like backstage you walking on eggshells unless you're not one of these untouchables new day untouchables. Unless you're like, especially if you have options, like if you know, like, like at Kevin Owens, like I can go to AW like tomorrow, I'll get like a similar contract. I'll mm-hmm. have a good spot there. Like I'm good. Like you'd be like, okay, well, a lighter schedule. Yeah, yeah, lighter, lighter schedule. And all my friends are there. <laughs> yeah, like you'd be like, you'd be like, oh, easy decision. <laughs> you think or like Adam will, will go too at some point? Maybe I, I, I can see that. I love Sammy Zayn. I love Sammy Zayn right now though. I, and we, did, I was gonna say did some shit with him though. They don't they don't do anything with him. I'm gonna dip a little bit in the smack them, but he came out to his music this week. It actually worked because he was like, I'm gonna show you guys how to do a performance. And then yeah, he was just like <laughs> yo, but anyway. That's the thing with him and Kevin Kevin Owens, like they will they will not phone it in. Like, like I know people are saying that like Kevin Owens like looked like oh he doesn't want to be there, but he's not gonna phone it in. He'll, he'll, no, he'll, he'll run it off the clock. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he'll go hard until it's over. Like it, like he'll know when it's over, but like, but he won't, he won't phone it in before then. I want him to grab the title at least once before he dip. I they're gonna do that. WWE, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's not happening. Um, but I mean, we could, if y'all want, we could see and predict who might be going where out of this list, unless y'all think that's disrespectful to do. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't even want to talk about that shit right now. I'm All right, fine. Lie. Let's move on then. I mean, shit. What, what happened this week, man? What happened? What happened? What happened? Yeah, what did happen? This I didn't week. even Bianca add, I didn't even notes. and Becky had a nice match. Man. That nice was a match. good match. That was a good match to start. So off my the show. my biggest my biggest question mark from it, right? Is where did Bianca go now? Because there's no other. Is she in the no Survivor Series? Yeah, she's, she's on the Survivor Series team. Which they announced on Twitter. Do y'all want to talk about that? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, we can talk about that because that shit is lazy, bro. What the hell, man? Like, you could have doing? Made, you could have did anything out of this. You could have, you could have got kept like any a mind, qualifying like, match. As much as y'all want to do qualifying matches, you can't do a Survivor Series team's qualifying match, or do they not have enough women on their roster again? Mm-hmm. Which is what happened there last which time. They did I don't think they do anymore. They probably don't, honestly, with all the releases. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So it's like, if you look at the rosters now, they're kind of like super slim now. Yeah, so it's like, and, and like another part of the laziness is like you've run down the teams. Most of these people were on the opposite brand like two weeks ago. 
Bro, the why, entire Raw Survivor Series team was just on SmackDown. Why the would they care about brand supremacy? You, you, yeah, been, like, Carmella was on SmackDown for four years. She's been on Raw for like a week. Why would she give a shit about, about Raw winning or, or not? Like, what, what's the incentive behind this? They just put an incentive. Like, like the, the winning team get like the last five like slots in the Royal Rumble or something like that. And like, if they, if they really something. wanted to be smart about it, they could have did the draft after and then be like the winning team get the first pick or something like, you know, like it's, yeah. it's the little things you could easily just little slide things. in there. That and any logical have... mind would like come to that conclusion if you thought it out. As but as it's true. clear that they don't think it out. They kind of just are like, whatever. It's but the matches not... could be basically the same if you just did the draft like after after the Survivor Series, because mm-hmm. you could have like, like, because like Team Sm- Team SmackDown is basically like all Raw guys, isn't it? Or uh, it's like person? three Raw guys and mm, two guys that were. Oh no, Team Raw. That's, that's team all, Raw team like SmackDown all SmackDown guys. Yeah, team Raw. Yeah. but truthfully, Seth is a Raw guy though, because on SmackDown team, he didn't fuck with SmackDown. Remember, he's he likes Seth. No, he just didn't fuck with Matt Riddle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was it. <laughs> <laughs> but then he like sacrificed himself in the match. Cause yeah, because he, he didn't want to work with Matt Riddle. <laughs> no, nah, he, he didn't want Raw to win in kayfabe, though, in kayfabe. <laughs> but, yeah, like, the whole team was just on SmackDown a week ago. And now, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I guess this is why they just announced it. They don't want to really pay attention to it. But that's the and point. Then, why Why do brand warfare then? What's the point of doing brand warfare if it's just going to be, like, so lazy and just pointless? It's stupid Aaliyah. because, like, they're going to have matches on TV anyways. So why not just add like interesting stakes to it they're just gonna do like coexisting bullshit for the next two Mm -hmm. weeks Mm -hmm. and you got Aaliyah and natalia on team smackdown says something like tony storm like where the fuck is tony (laughs) storm Storm? does she she not live in the states no she does she lives in florida i think oh yeah i don't know what i don't know what it is but and why isn't Naomi on the team? I guess like the song. Well, that, that, that makes sense in the storyline. At least that makes sense in the storyline that she's making like, helped down by Sonia. But like and Tony I, Storm. If we look back, yeah, sense. Tony Storm was like, it doesn't make any sense. They keep I do, like airing promos and then like taking her off TV. I do think they're building a story with uh, Big E face and Roman because he just linked it up with the New Day on Friday. You know, mm-hmm. beat them down. So I think he's going to come over like, oh, you fucking with my mans. And then we'll at least we'll actually have a story there. If it's not gonna be no stipulation, yeah. it's not gonna be a unifying title match. Obviously, it's no brand. Yeah, well, I didn't think. Yeah, at least they're gonna get down to the gritty. They gotta have Biggie be in. They yeah, have yeah. To. like they, have like they need to. to have. They need to put him on Roman's level. This is what we've been fantasy booking since Biggie uh had Money in the Bank. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like we got you got to put Biggie on Roman's level, and you do that by having him beat Roman. Like Roman would not lose would absolutely not anything nothing, by, by beating Biggie. Roman him. loses Zero. nothing by losing at all. Like oh. at all. No, I don't think anybody's gonna so much. Biggie gains so much by being like the first person in like what like almost two years. Almost to two pin, years to pin Roman clean if he does that. Like they gotta do it. But they, they gotta got make to. Biggie like a pillar, basically. Like you can't just be one of those people that's just like champion and like and like the title is just a prop. Yeah. Like no, this like this has to be like this is a new face of the company here. I agree. Oh shit! I gotta. I just I'm looking into the future right now, bro. I just I'm I just screaming. I got a no I got a Nostradamus uh vision right now. Uh, Going for the title? Uh, oh no, you're you're uh, the champion, aren't you? Uh, uh, 
Uh, I see in the future Big E defeating Roman Reigns at Survivor Series due to possible interference slash distraction by Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar will then be involved with the storyline for Roman Reigns at the day one pay-per-view taking place on Saturday, January 1st, which will end in nefarious fashion, leading us to a final conclusive Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar 7 at WrestleMania, which will be only a few weeks after the 20th year anniversary of Brock Lesnar's debut on Monday Night Raw. Wow. If Brock Lesnar beats Roman Reigns, <laughs> that shit would suck. Oh my I'm god, that would suck. I'm that would suck. I, I, that I don't want Brock suck. to beat Roman. Like, if Brock's a one, like that's so stupid. But could y'all that see them doing suck. that anniversary shit? Because I, I was thinking I about this earlier. Because when I was listening, I when can I was listening, too. When I was listening to the pod you were on last week, Chad, and y'all talking about the t- 2002 Survivor Series. I mean, I'm sorry, King of the Ring. I was mm-hmm. thinking about Brock. I was like, oh shit, 2002. <laughs> He Brock almost been at this shit for 20 years. They definitely gonna do something around that time, maybe you can't, to celebrate that. I don't know. Brock cannot be champion yeah, as I don't a want face. It. I don't want It'll it. Be gone for like three months at a time. Like that doesn't work. No, nah, you can't. Who knows? Maybe, <laughs> maybe at that point. Yeah, I don't know. I was yeah, just Brock is not working. Or is not I hope he don't win it. <laughs> I hope he doesn't happen. But look, that was just a, that was just a vision I got. Anything could change up to that point. You don't know what can happen. But yeah, Biggie definitely gonna beat Roman. Stamp it right now. Don't switch up. Don't switch up when it t- come time to put the title on the line in a few weeks. I think stick to it. I, I think Kofi's been taken out too. For uh, yeah, they they marked they, they took out his knee on on uh on SmackDown. Yeah, right yeah. In the main event. I think his wife's about to have a baby too. So oh, that's that's cute. probably that's well, probably going. Like, probably going yeah, for a little bit. I, he might be gone for like a little bit. Yeah. Oh no! Because he, he saw he wasn't on the Survivor Series team, so oh my god, this is I the think perfect time at least for... at least through that, I think he's gonna be gone. I'm getting another visit, Sir Kofi. I'll, this is the perfect time for Kofi to go away and Xavier to just heal off in absence of him, <laughs> and then Kofi come back like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And then he'd be like, "Kofi I want Xavier was to be healed so bad. Yeah, I want Kofi Kingston to be healed. I want to be. I want the big money Kofi character. Yeah, I want Kofi to come back. I need heel. that shit. <laughs> Yo, what if they yeah. somehow find a way to do that? You like, the best hey. heel wrestling. If you if you could do that, I need after what after what bro. I heal Kofi is money. I need that shit. Mm-hmm. They were great as a heel team. When they, they were. Really, that's what the first got them really popping off because at Yo, first nobody remember, was fucking with it, man. Remember that promo with the Rock where they beat the Rock in like a promo battle? The yeah. Day? That was fire. They they cracked the Rock too. Like, the Rock was like laughing <laughs> at what they were saying. Yeah. I need a heel Kofi versus a baby face champion Montez Ford in the main event of WrestleMania. Oh. oh. I like it. I like it. Oh. Yo. You know they they've never done they've never done John Cena versus Kofi Kingston ever really it was crazy interesting they, they've been on the same roster for like a decade plus never faced each other they had uh, mode. they had um and they had a feud with each other too remember Cena was feuding with the New Day like this is like when he was U.S. champion and he faced like Woods and Big E and I then do not the, remember that. At the pay-per-view, like that era is a blur to me. What was that like 2014-ish? It's like yeah, like 2015. Yeah. Like <laughs> I don't remember nothing from 2012 to 2016. No, 2010 to like yeah, probably like 2010 to mid 2016. 
Yeah, there's a lot of trash. Right it's after Punk's there. reign, getting into um, the Shield breaking up. That's that era to me. It's Del Rio. Gone. Gone. I kind of got back into it when NXT started like getting a little bit of buzz again. And I was like, I started checking out the main roster to see what they were doing. And it's ass like, now because the whole thing at NXT was like, damn, what are they going to be like when they finally get the ball and go? Bro, thank oh. you. I'm glad. I'm so glad. Yo, my, my favorite era. was like, yo. My favorite era was at the beginning. Like like the like the, the Sasha, Bailey, Sami mm-hmm. Zayn, Pac, like Tyler Breeze era of NXT. Yeah. Like that, that was my favorite. Well, the good thing is like this it. era feels reminiscent of that now. I, I mean, but like look how that turned out. A brighter thing. Well, no, yeah, yeah, it did turn out great because, like you said, Sasha, Charlotte, we got good people out of that group. You know, New Day. I mean, not New Day, but like Xavier, Biggie, Seth. Look at all, all the shit they had to go through to get to that. Though. Yeah, look well, at Sasha. Sasha had to go yeah. through so much. Like she was yeah. champion, but they weren't treating her like champion. Like she all. was like important. Like that, her kept mm-hmm. like, losing the title like after like. A few weeks to Charlotte, but they at least Sasha relevant. They kept Sasha put over like every single person. Well, they after that Charlotte feud, she was in like limbo for a long time. I don't think you remember how like Sasha and Bailey they was like floating around Raw for a long ass time. The tag team champions, like that, that was the breaking point, like of both of them. I think where they're just like that was that was pretty dirty (laughs) for them to do. It's like they they worked hard to get tag team titles created, and then you give them this big moment where you tell them, like, oh, you're gonna like use it to defend like defend it across all the brands and build a division, and then they lose it and don't really get to like do anything with it. Damn, they do it. They're a failure to the women, man. That's another. Thing. They are. It, it like the our our um the evolution pay per view like that 100 was just. Because they got bad publicity for doing the Saudi Arabia pay per view, mm-hmm. so they yeah. did an all women's one. Face. Because they uh, haven't done it since. They've not done another one since. Can't do one now. You see how many black women they just cut from this? Just this one re- release wave. We got remember you. You informed me Nijax, Zeta. You inform me, Nijax, technically is not black. Women yeah, of color. She, she, she black. <laughs> she, she, hey, she ain't white. That's all I'm saying. She's Samoan. Yeah, she's Samoan, but still. <laughs> I, I'll still put her in that category as, you know, woman of color, black woman. Yeah. Um, Mia Yim, she's also mixed. She's Blasian. So, I don't um, know what Jessica Mia is. I think she's Jessica, Oh, no, but yeah. But still, I mean, just more women, though. Think mm-hmm. about all the women they just cut. And then oh, it's stupid one. because they have a tag team division on the main roster with no one in it. So it's like, why, why, why can't you find? I don't see how they can't find time on a three-hour show. That's what I don't understand. It's like, how am I watching this three-hour show and it feels like nothing's really happening? Because he tears up the script like the day. It <laughs> like, feels I like can't imagine just, being a writer on this show. It feels like, like it's I'm, commercials with wrestling interspersed. Like it's mostly yeah. I'm mostly watching like Pizza Hut ads and shit. <laughs> Every I was, I was saying that with Dylan before you came on. Like, like everything feels so like stilted and like sterile. Like. Like, mm. oh, person make entrance, they stand in the ring for five They're minutes while somebody, right now. Well, there's like a, a backstage segment for like five minutes. They cut back to the ring after like five minutes of being mm. away and still standing in the ring like an idiot. It's just like, like, what, what, it's just the same thing, like every week, like with the same formula. Pacing is terrible. The, the three hour formula sucks, but they did have some great matches this week, honestly. They Amy did. Priest versus T Bar was fire. 
that's what oh, they need to lean on. They went at it. it they need they to lean on these, oh my these God. matches. Fuck. We got to bring it back to Keith show. Lee. We got to bring it fucking back to Keith Lee. Because look, look at do, Keith Lee and Dijakovic in NXT. Has Vince McMahon never seen that? Has he yeah, never oh seen God. that? I'm so Does glad he not understand that? Finally got the Literally, if, if he never understood Keith Lee and Dijak, just look at that match and tell me you, can, you can't figure something out. And if you can't tell me that, somebody needs to fucking get you out of here, bro. Look at the crowd was reacting to this match, that, too. That was it. Like, that right there gave us hope, like, that, yo, this is, like, the future of this company. Like, they're going to have these athletic-ass big men that can really just go. But you completely take them to your main roster and you neuter them. You take out their whole entire, in, like, existence, their identity. You turn dot. All right, granted, his name fucking sucked in the beginning. Dominic Jajakovic. I hate that name. It's a long but name. But T-Bar, they make him T-Bar with a stupid ass, like, um, <laughs> um, Mad Max gimmick. I don't even know what the fuck that shit is, man. Oh, my mm-hmm. God, man. But, yeah, n- nonetheless... That, I say to all that to say he still has crazy ass great matches with Damian Priest. So you hopefully know, from this they can see bro, this guy has something. He didn't get cut. He didn't get cut. He's safe. Give him da- Damian Priest is my uh, dark horse winner for the Royal Rumble to Ooh. right now. Ooh. Yeah, I was, I was saying yo, Damian Priest going? versus I see a lot of potential Damian Priest. And I still like bring this up too because like Priest is, is is like thirty eight too, and. Yeah. I guess it's like I saw somebody say like TV. There's a difference between like wrestling age and like TV age, or like your actual age and TV age. In like TV age, like you don't really know how old like Priest is because he's only mm. been up there for like a year. Yeah. So <laughs> TV age Priest so is like 28 to me. Like it's like TV <laughs> like, like someone like Kofi. You're like Kofi's people like, talk about Kofi like he's an old ass man, but he's younger than Finn Balor is. <laughs> Kofi's only like 37 or something, right? 30. I think he just turned 40. He just but, turned 40. Like, oh yeah. He's younger yeah. than Finn Balor is though. TBA to me, Kofi. Kofi's like 37 TBAs to me. Xavier <laughs> Woods, I would Xavier Woods, I would say 30. But yeah, man. Like Dolph Ziggler, too. Like Dolph Ziggler is not that old. And people are like, oh, like, get him out of here. <laughs> like every time because it was Dolph Ziggler's in his 40s, right? I think he's like same age as Kofi. Like, wow. like people are like, oh, like, get him out of here and Dolph shit. Because he's been on for so long. 41 but, years old. Bobby Roo's even older than that. That man almost. Yeah, I think he's like forty-two, or around oh. the same. But anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, we were oh, just talking we're, about like priest. We're talking about how. Oh yeah, yeah, priest. Oh yeah, I can see priest versus Seth Rollins at, at WrestleMania for the WWE title. For the, I don't. I don't oh, want big pause, guy. Pause, <laughs> pause, you pause. How are you just gonna slip? <laughs> yeah, how are you gonna slip? First of all, let's bring that. Back. Yo, this bitch is trying to get Biggie out of the. I'm not trying to get Biggie out of here, man. I'm not. I'm not booking the title off of Biggie every week. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. But I think, I think it'll do. I think it might do better for Priest. No, I think you know what I think Priest we're gonna see. Champion, I think it'll be better. Yeah. If Damian Priest doesn't win the Royal Rumble, I can see it being like Finn Balor versus Damian Priest at WrestleMania, like a heel Finn Balor, or As a heel Damian Priest even, or a heel Damian Priest because he's seeing him like Finn going Balor crazy. Mm-hmm. He'd be going crazy, but it's only if you push him too far, which is what we oh, said yeah. last week. Oh, yeah, that should be sick. Like the demon and like the demon, the priest. I mean, yeah, in the Damien, the Damien, Damien, demon. That's that's what we're doing. It's Damien versus, versus Damien. It's gonna be Michael Cole. He's like, and coming up next, we've got Damien versus the demon in a hell in a cell. And then the video <laughs> package starts. <laughs> Finn Balor. 
you may have a demon inside of you, but the thing about you that you don't understand is that I know how to control my demons. <laughs> I live forever. Damien Yo, Priest. <laughs> you think you could just put on a bunch of makeup and come out of here with your fucking <laughs> with your fucking new music and think that you're gonna kick the royal King Balor's ass at WrestleMania? You don't know what you got coming for you, lad. Sounds good. You gotta you gotta do the fucking <laughs> a fucking fucking how, how would Shane's respond to that? You said who? Seamus. Seamus. Yeah, how would Seamus How they're doing? Seamus and Rich Holland. I knew they were gonna do that. I swear I predicted that. On they about to be a tag team. They about to Cesaro's go at, they about to run, as shit. They about to, <laughs> I was about to say, they about to run back the same thing they did with Cesaro and Seamus had him fight like eight weeks in a row, do a best out of seven series. <laughs> they actually did that. <laughs> and then have them just eventually be like, like, we should be friends. Would y'all be here for a bar reunion? You know what? I actually would. I they not he's not Cesaro. doing anything now. They definitely not. Oh, poor Cesaro. Not poor Cesaro, oh. but damn. No, nah, poor Cesaro. <laughs> yeah, poor Cesaro. They yeah. had him take the, the, the fall in that. What I said last week, match. I said last week, y'all didn't even bat an eye at it. I said when Cesaro goes to AEW in two years, I think it's going to be less than that. Cesaro's not, Cesaro's not an untouchable. I hate to say it. He's not. Bro, if I'm given like the last, how long has Cesaro been there? He's been there since, since like 2012, right? Yeah. If I were getting my last 10 years to this fucking business, now I've been like performing at a top level. Elite Everybody level. sees that I can like perform at this level and you put me in a program with your top dude and I knock it out the park. You better give me that damn title before I leave. I want the title that I work for here. Like I'll win the title and then I'll go to AEW. Mm-hmm. Nigga, you're going to like, yo, why, why, why won't they put the strap on this man? Cesaro, I know he talked like a like. Do you his think promos be given like vegetables? What do you think sometimes? Cesaro needs to get there? Do you think he needs a mouthpiece? Do you think he needs a heel run? Because I mean, he was over. Like after I think he, he was said, over. Yeah, yeah I think he's over. He, he was there. I think he needs something sort of like not as goofy as Boogs, but like something of that sort. What's I don't even take the attention away from Cesaro. That's, no, not to take the attention idea. away from, but to like boost him up, like an announcer or something, or like something, somebody to make him seem like some immaculate like wrestler. I think that's always what they need to hone in on the gimmick of Cesaro is he's like the most picture perfect technical wrestler and the most physically athletic. They need to just he had that as like, like gimmick as being like the pinnacle of wrestling, basically. He had that like James Bond kind of gimmicky thing. Yeah, which kind mm-hmm. of which I thought was cool. Maybe, but they didn't really lean into it as far as like him being like I mean, a super savvy guy. That, that was a mistake though. I don't think Paul would fit. One. I think somebody like Malcolm Bivens will work with Cesaro. Oh, I think he would because because he can play off of like comedy. Like, I think Cesaro could do comedy on at honestly. Mm-hmm. But be that serious be at the same time. If, like, if they threw Cesaro in Diamond Mine. Oh man, that'd be that'd be yeah. sick Money. if they did that. If they caught Diamond Mine could go up, honestly. But no, they fucked them up. They'll cut the, the girl out the group. They're gonna cut, cut Roddy. They cut the um what's the yeah. boy? The trainer boy that'd be in the back. He don't even really be doing shit. And they're just gonna bring up the Creed brothers. Creed brothers yeah, and Roddy. And they'll cut Malcolm Bivens. They were like not bring up Malcolm Bivens. What yeah. the fuck are the, you guys doing? The Creed brothers are good, but yeah, they, they are need good. some seasoning. They, they need split them up. They set them season a little bit, and then they'll be they'll be good. What's one boy named Julius Creed? Yeah, Julius Creed and Randall Brutus Creed. Creed. Brutus Creed. <laughs> Randall Creed. Randall Creed. <laughs> Randall Creed sounds like a wide receiver. <laughs> Randall Creed. 
Yo, facts. But um, <laughs> man, yeah, I, I enjoyed that match. Also, your boy Chad Gable showed out. Uh, oh, Chad. Gable always shows that out, match. Man. That that yeah, that match pause turned me on to Chad Gable because um, <laughs> it because like before that, like I always saw what you was talking about, but like that, I really like enjoyed that. And surprisingly, I remember him having good matches with none other than Baron Corbin. Oh yeah, he did. He did have yeah. good matches. Like Gable can you can you can try to have a good match with anybody if you give him time. He's one of those like, guys where like clearly you can see the reason why he's not getting the big thing is because probably his size. Yeah, because he's charisma too. He's yeah, he's got, yeah, he's awesome on the mic. Do you remember? Do you remember when he was in like when he did like the like NXT with um with Jason Jordan with him and they were forming America Alpha for like the first time. He was like trying mm-hmm. to convince him to form like i thought he was really good in like those segments yeah with him. i definitely think so well and like i like i've always said i like the stuff you're doing with otis i don't know what what the like the resolution to that's gonna be i don't know if it's gonna end up gonna be otis being on his own which probably was where they're going but hopefully out of that chad can get like a little bit of shine too I like you probably little... think it's gonna go somewhere but then one random episode of raw you're right this is just gonna fucking squash chad and then you're right gonna be like yeah. he get mad at him one day and just it's over I liked his little interaction with Big E, where it was like, uh, Big E looked at it, oh, he's like, what they do to your face? <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't snap on him then. But remember oh, they gave Big E versus Gable, Otis? Remember they made him shorty G? Yeah, that was so stupid. We don't talk I, about that no more? Yo, I remember people saying, let it play out with that. No, let it play out was one of the most redundant phrases used now. And I think now, so more than ever, it's not funny, but it is like kind of ironic that we let it play out with Karrion Cross, We let it play out with Keith Lee. Um, shit, man. We, we got right to the exact point where we thought yeah. that we were going to be at when it started, which is yeah. crazy because it's like we see it coming and we like just follow. Like, no, just follow. I, want, I want like a documentary that's like behind the scenes on like a writer's meeting, a full writer's meeting with Vince McMahon, like an entire week of writer's meeting, just to see how much shit he changes like throughout the week, like where they start from on like Tuesday. When they're going to like Mick Raw for the next mm. week, and where they end up with on the Monday at like seven fifty nine, like what, what? How much has changed from like that point forward, and like what the process is? Because <laughs> I imagine it's probably just exhausting. You're just like you come up with this idea, and it's just like I love it, and then the next day I fucking hate it. <laughs> it's, just, it's like do it again. And you're like okay. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder what his mental health is like. That's all I'm gonna say. Like, no I, wonder, be good. I wonder if he ever like checks it. Like, I wonder if he gets that like evaluated. Like, I know he's serious about his fitness, but how serious is he about his mental health? Because to me, it just seems like there's no way somebody could it's run much. on the type of schedule that he's running so consistently without so somehow long. breaking down something. You know, a therapist like, would need a therapist too. Yeah, <laughs> I just think he needs again. like he doesn't take a day off, bro. Like his work ethic, I'm sure, is like one of the greatest of the planet. He seems, and that's the thing with him too, where he was just like, he's like, oh, I wouldn't do anything that uh, I wouldn't make my town do anything that I wouldn't do. But the problem is, you're a crazy person. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they shouldn't be doing that. Everybody they shouldn't be working like that. Oh, I wanted to. Ooh, I want to talk about something. I want to talk about this shot right here. But um, I think we, it's a good time now. We can like hop over to SmackDown if y'all don't mind. Um, you want to talk I about talk. anything about the NXT? Um. Do you uh, want to ask you right now? Um, oh, look. Well, here. yeah, we get, well, we can talk about, like, uh, what's the name? Zoe Starks out. Zoe Starks? Oh, yeah, let's talk about NXT, actually. 
Uh, I I can't. I don't. I don't want to see EO NXT anymore. Like it just. Up. Yeah, I want to see her caught up. I don't know. Just seeing her in that segment and like, even lately, like the past few weeks, and even on the tag team, it's like, Man, it just feels cool. like she shouldn't still be there, at like where they're at in NXT right now. Mm-hmm. In a way, but it's like, what would happen if she was caught up to the main roster? Though? She should be like. She should definitely be having matches on the main roster. I think if you call up, her Bianca could like tear the house down if you put them together. Her Becky could tear the house down. I feel like uh, EO and Dakota should both be on the main roster. Yeah, I feel like should be on the main roster. I thought. uh, uh, Who else should be in the main roster? They have. who else, who are the women in NXT? Oh, Rakogan, Alice. I feel like she's getting caught up. Yeah, yeah. It's like some people that you see on NXT, it's like, it almost feels like they're in the afterlife. It's like, yo, why are they still here? These are people like, that's that's why pushed. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's how I, I kind of feel like seeing her in NXT. It's like, I feel like you should be up there. Because I don't know, they're definitely not going to like, if they're focusing on this new generation of talent and they have Mandy Rose leading the charge, I don't think that like, that's good for, you know, for her. Mm-hmm. And you have, uh, what, what happened to NXT? You had uh, uh, Kyle Riley. Oh, Kyle Riley. Oh, yeah. I was saying the like Kyle Riley and uh, Von Wagner versus, <laughs> <laughs> versus Legato Del Fantasma. That, that, I feel that's a lame duck tag team. Oh, oh, Kyle O'Reilly and Bob Wagner. Yeah, I feel like Bob well, Wagner is going to turn on Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, I, so. I think Kyle Riley's go. I, I think I he's going so. too. Yeah, I think he's leaving. <laughs> when I see Bob Wagner, I think put a mask on that man, make him oh, king. Wow. This nigga just caught him make up him something like king. that. Make him like a heel or something. Make him just give him like he he's not. I'm sorry, but he's not like good looking enough to be a baby face. <laughs> 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 it's just it's just plain and simple as that. Like he looked, he, he looked mean. He looked like. He looked ugly and like he just. I think like he doesn't look charisma right now. To be be yeah, he don't have the charisma either. He just like, yeah, man, it's he's great very, to be your partner tonight. Is it the charisma of a, of a cardboard box? I'm sorry. Exactly, bro. I'm like, you need to. They need to just do something else with him. Like, why? Why? See, that's the thing. They look at these white men who are just like six over six feet tall. They're just like, oh man, you're gonna be the greatest like star. Like, just no, he don't got to be a good guy, bro. But. Maybe this is a build up to his eventual turn and misleadingness. He's secretly a scheme. He 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 plays it off to look stupid and like a just like a overall dumbass Neanderthal. I think, is, I think he is going off of how he looks because he has to call him stupid. <laughs> he does he sound is. stupid though. He does. Does he not? When he talks, he sounds so stupid. I think it is played off of like that. He that he kind of looks look like a Neanderthal. He does. Yeah. He looks insane. Oh, Von like Wagner, him. right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Dylan knew I was talking about. Dylan, is it is it only look based, or do you think he looks and sounds like a Neanderthal and an idiot? I think he looks like a Neanderthal. I think he sounds like super monotone. So yeah, that's like, almost like <laughs> Neanderthalish. They would go. They were chanting Kali at him. Oh my y'all are evil. Uh, hopefully, it wasn't uh, Izzy's parents are leading that that okay. charge. His bitch ass, her bitch ass dead. Yeah, I feel bad for her. You raised by my parents like that. I'm crying. 
No, nah, but I definitely do think Von Wagner is going to like snap and turn on Kyle O'Reilly and then be his ass and we're probably never going to see him again until he yeah. pops up on AEW. No, if until we see him on that next on, release week. On Wednesday. Him on I think his contract's week. up at the end of December. Yeah, I think his contract's up. So they, if they're oh, releasing now. I thought you were talking about Wagner. Yeah. If, oh. they, if they're releasing now, they're paying it for three yeah, months instead AW. of one month. <laughs> you going to AEW. We're about, we about to see Red Dragon reunite face off against Adam Cole and whoever. I think they should keep him apart, honestly. Like yeah. Adam Cole. Yeah, literally just watch that shit all year. Like he can he, he can go back with uh Bobby Fish from Red Dragon, but mm. I think I think they should keep him away from Adam Cole. Yeah, had that build up a little bit. Have a sit. Maybe just to, like see them see each other backstage. It's like, oh, what about this? Don't come back yeah. to it for another 12 months because you know that's how they like to do shit. What else? Where the fuck is Pete done? Who cares? Oh yeah, where is he? It's like no. Hey yo, watch, watch, watch how you speak on my man's. <laughs> hey man, we don't need Pete Dunn. We got Zion Quinn out here busting moves. Like Zion Quib hive busting moves, baby. I'm dead. You said when he when he opened his mouth, you were like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know he sounded like that. What the hell? This gift is so weird. When he that was sick. That that movie did on Two Five Live where he botched the uh, oh, leapfrog. Then was that a botch or was that the? Movie? No, I think the dude. I think the he dude didn't botch didn't, it, but he. The but dude he, didn't duck low yeah. enough. I saw yeah. that shit. So the what? Dude is barely like ducked his head. Is it like a he was trying to like just he was trying to leapfrog him. him? Yeah, he was trying to leapfrog him, but I think he like got caught up on him. So he's just like, "Fuck it, he let me like, turn into a move." Damn, <laughs> that was hot. He needed he needed to practice that shit. And yeah, that should that should be a finishing move. Yeah. They said that shit. Yo, high key, uh, everyone they pair Robert Stone with gets clipped. Oh, yeah. Zion Quinn should, should stay away from <laughs> Far away. <laughs> Robert Stone has backstage influence. The character is real. He has, like, you know, he's got, like, powers of agency. Bro, Rhea Ripley was working with Robert Stone. Now look at her on the main roster. Mercedes Martinez, Jesse Kamea, Frankie Monet, Chelsea Green. It's all bad. Yeah. Aaliyah ran away from that, so that's good. <laughs> well, hold your breath. Hold your breath. Oh, there's that one segment with uh, Imperium where they're where, where, like at the end of it, like a uh, toxic attraction came by, and then like I think it was Eichner. He was just like he was like or or Barthol. He's like, Barth- like the mat is he's like the mat is sacred, but America has its benefits. Yeah. <laughs> like fuck out of here, y'all not about to hit. <laughs> Andre Chase, shout out to Andre Chase. Andre Chase. Oh wait, how many cases? Okay, there's two. Yo, I liked I liked to uh, the MSK segment <laughs> where they were like at the bus stop. Oh yeah, I'm like, no, why like, them niggas taking the bus though? I mean, trying to play them. Y'all trying to play them? They're no. trying to be environmentally conscious. <laughs> yeah, I'm joking, yeah, they just going on adventure, and I like how he was like, yeah, at least we got supplies. I was like, ha. ha. I like to, I like to how like they they don't okay. explain the origin. Uh, or they do explain it, but you never hear it. Yeah, like a cartoon. What is MSK? It's must see kids, right? I think so, but I like how like they have like that like intrigue. You're like, oh, what what it's like the meaning behind this? Yeah, on like with those yeah. TV shows where they never reveal the adult's name or something. Like Wizard Kelly on like Proud Family, <laughs> where, like, you never saw him. Yeah. <laughs> or the Fairly Odd Parents, their name is like Mom and Dad. He's like, what's your real name? Every time yeah. they say it, like a fucking big ass truck pass by. <laughs> oh, I've got there's a lot of stuff on the chip. Last Legend, Tony D'Angelo. Oh, Tony D'Angelo. Oh, yeah. I like Yo, how he the producer. He's like, he just said, like, like where the producer lived, like his, his kid's name. He was like, okay. He's like, no, 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 he didn't do anything to me. Yeah, that promo got kind of dark when he was like looking at, we was telling him to look into the camera and shit. 
I mean, oh wait, this is kind of like this kind of yeah. intense. He's about like to go. Sopranos. Healy. Is he not already healed? No, I think he's already healed, but the, oh, he just yeah. like but people just love crowd, him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, people like him. Damn, it's not in this article for some reason. But yeah, that was a good segment. Um, he seems going after Champa. He should. You think he's going after Champa? Well, he could be the bull to make Champa snap if he like start threatening his family and shit. Champa, do you talk about my family? I feel like they should do that a couple months from and now. Mike they should have him win a feud first. Like uh, yeah, D'Angelo yeah. and somebody. Do something minor real quick. Who are they going to feud with, though? Yeah, uh, true. Uh, no, not Carmelo. Can't do that. Um, yeah, but heel versus heel. Odyssey Jones. Uh, Cameron Grimes. Yeah, not, not LA Knight. I hate that Grayson Waller dude. I'm sorry. Yeah, I do Cameron too. Grimes. His Cameron Grimes. His theme song makes me want to punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> He's so annoying. <laughs> Try to steal Cameron Grimes' money. No, that'd be weird with two, like, Solo Sokoa. Characters. Solo Sokoa. Yo, we're, we're oh, definitely going to get that Solo Sokoa versus Zion Quinn feud. You got Solo Sokoa. You got Boa. Oh, yeah. I also don't like Brooks and Jensen. I mean, Brooks, Jensen, Josh. Yeah. Like, suck, I, was like, like, I was like, this is this is not them. This is not you. Josh <laughs> Briggs one of those guys that. people were hype about and evolve. And I was all. like, they're backwoods. Like, what are they, farmers? Are they, do they cook? Are they? Like, hey, like, it's like cooking steak. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. They're <laughs> I guess Tim <laughs> Shaw is finally dead. <laughs> Unless they give an entire gimmick to Boa. Boa tough. I fuck with Boa. Maybe so I just no like more, the gear. No more Zia Lee and no more uh Mayu. Damn. Just cut his shit. Why they split up him and Zia Lee? He could have went up. Because they don't think... Oh yeah, that's right. They don't like the intergender groups. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They literally could have brought up all of Tin Shot and that shit would have been so fucking They're different like, on the main roster. You're a group with two women and one man? Get the fuck out of here. Man, think about how much money Triple H and like Anki spent on production value for all these characters like Cross, like Tia and then like just not even used at all. Even, even Hit Row. Yo, like, you bring up a good money. point. They were like, oh, done. these characters cost too much damn money. Because they're definitely not going to show any footage of Hit Row with BFAB anymore. And that's literally like all their, like, that's their entire thing. Yeah, the they cut the when they do those. They did. They cut her verse. That was the yeah, one thing that sad. everybody liked. The hit row. Bro. So now it's just what? It's just hit row, hit row. <laughs> and then P- it, Pat hit McAfee, row, like, was saying it. Pat McAfee was, like, singing it, too, on the show. <laughs> he was like, Pat McAfee's like, hit row. He's, <laughs> He's got to be the one to fill it in every week. <laughs> oh, that's so. that makes me so sad. I'm sorry. Now, do they not feel like they can have multiple black women on the show? Is that Damn, a problem? Really, you know what? Down you know what? It, it, that feels, that feels like that. Naomi, honestly. Bianca, Sasha. It's three. <laughs> Naomi, it's three black Sasha and then Caden Carter. Naomi, Bianca, okay. Raw. I, oh, this is on Raw. It feels like that. Didn't Caden Carter say she's from the Philippines? On SmackDown, yeah, she's like half black. She's like half, half black. Yeah. Okay, but still, I think you like you had like on Raw. I, now, you, now you brought this up. I'm trying to think. Has have there been two black women on Raw at the same time? In the past, like year, Alicia Fox, I'm no. sure was on somebody's brain at some point. With another, I just been in the past, like, the past year, year, past year, because they Mia Yim was technically on 
Raw, but she never, she never put her. Yeah, they never put her on. You had, well, what black, uh, Naomi wasn't on Raw. What black woman was on Raw? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. And the legend thinking, before the draft. What black woman was on Raw? Not, they just had, if they was doing no, the pandemic, they just had Sasha there towards like the SummerSlam. But after that, no one. Because Naomi no wasn't there for a long ass time. You're right. And then when she came back, she went to SmackDown. Oh and my god, Bianca I was think on you're right. There, there is no there is no black woman. I'm telling I'm you that if for some reason they feel like they can only have like like a certain amount. I mean, now we have like four or five. I can count on like one hand. Lash Legend, Caden Carter, Sasha, Bianca. And Naomi. Naomi. Beat Fab's gone. They else? really like just damn. That's it? Yeah, that that is that is yeah, that's crazy. I don't think they have a black woman on 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 Raw for like a year. Does AEW have like more a, now? A bigger part of a year. Yeah, they definitely, they they definitely do. Like they got Jay Cargill, Jay Cargill, Red Velvet, Red Velvet um, Big Swole, Nia Jax. I mean, Nia Rose, Nia <laughs> <Nyla> Rose. <laughs> Yo, I gotta cut that shit. Anyway, um, uh, who else? They, they got have? somebody else. I feel like they got somebody else. Uh, uh, Brandy. Oh, Brandy. Yeah, Brandy. Brandy should not be wrestling. Brandy counts. Uh, I think that's. I don't know. It might be. I feel like it's somebody else. I'm forgetting about. Um, what's his name? Kira Hogan. Oh yeah, Kira Hogan. She got signed. She just signed. Yeah. Six. What you looking at? How the tide has changed. But anyway, um, mm-hmm. yeah, the rosters are sad now. But oh SmackDown, wait, they still have a um. Never mind. What's her name? Uh, Amari Miller. Oh yeah, Amari Miller. Who's that? She's been on two or five live mostly. I think the past like few weeks. Yeah. Aaliyah James or whatever her name is. Isn't she on UK? Oh yeah, her too. She's bad. UK don't issue, but UK don't count. Yo, I don't even know any of the people on UK. <laughs> I don't know nobody yeah. on there. I literally only know the champions. Not even like the tag teams. Who Dragon Off. champions? Oh yeah, like Dragon Off and Mako. Right? I don't know who they are though. They oh. still got Tyler Bate. Bro, Noam Dar has been there for like a long ass time too. Noam Dar. I remember when somebody. he was on Raw. Noam Dar snatched up. She's Noam Dar dated Leah. Oh, what? Yep. I just found that out this weekend. Good for him. Oh, wait, what? The Aaliyah on Aaliyah Not that Aaliyah. Uh, you should know. You should know from the Alicia Fox, remember that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, Alicia, like, Alicia Fox. Fox. <laughs> <laughs> I totally <laughs> forgot about that. Alicia Fox. <laughs> he was, yeah, he was on Raw. Damn, yeah, he was really man. on Raw. That's crazy. But anyway, that was a long ass time ago. Scottish Supernova. Can we go to can we talk about SmackDown? Because I want to talk about this. Uh I mean, we kind of talked about a little bit that um the uh ending of it. They beat Kofi ass. But I missed the I don't know if y'all peeped it. Well, I'm about to spoil it for you. I don't know if y'all peeped it, but after they beat down the new day, this shot right here that I'm showing y'all, Kofi, I mean not Kofi, Xavier reached out his hand. I'm fucking up everybody's names today. <laughs> Xavier reached out his hand. And it was like this for his half a second to the universal title. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like that's not something that they're planning, but that's something that he's trying to plant in there to make it real. 
<laughs> well, like when they had Kofi crush the pancake and they didn't. Yeah, they didn't. Oh my god, they tried so hard. Kofi is finally like, Kofi, I hope Kofi this tried works. so hard after. Like, he's like, can you make my character give a shit? I just lost the championship. Please, like, do something. <laughs> he tried to show just a smaller sign. He, that's funny though that he like thought of that. That he thought of like, um, you know, doing some kind of action like that to make it look like he's frustrated. But did y'all peep when Xavier put his hand up? And did that stick out to you at any at any moment, or was I? I think they're gonna. I think we could do that match like next week. Next I don't week know if for it's the for the title? championship. Nah, but, but probably yeah, probably because yeah. did he didn't Roman say something to like Woods like he's gonna like teach him like who like the real person that runs SmackDown is like next week or something like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe what they're gonna give us a glimpse into the future. I would like Xavier as somebody to beat Roman. We said we said it. We said it ourselves mm-hmm. as a possibility. Who? Xavier. Oh, At this point, I mean, no, it's nobody else I can think of on SmackDown that they can give that heat to, and trust the group because uh, he can go with it. If they give him the momentum that he has with this King of the Ring character, make him important, keep him on his run. Definitely, he could be there. He could be there by Royal Rumble. By Royal Rumble, he could be up in that echelon. I think they're gonna do it. Yeah, you don't think so? I don't think so. Yo, I don't you know, know, it's the know, same one. Y'all was the same niggas no, to, to want him to win King of the Ring, but then y'all backed out at the we, end. We're not, we're not gonna talk about that. We're not. We're not. Say, we're talking about. We're talking about. What we want. We're talking about what's gonna happen <laughs> here. No, you know whose name I'm throwing now to be Roman. Well, Who? Hear me out. Hear me out. Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali. Ah, oh, no, no, they killed his character too much. <laughs> they both heels. Yeah, they can't. They can't. He, he's healed now, right? But let's say it's gonna here, take too much rehab to to, to build it up. To but if they do, if they do a Roman versus Brock at WrestleMania, anyways, that means they probably got a whole another year and a half to build my guy Mustafa Ali. And listen, they would have to make him face, and I don't think they don't. Yeah, it's a redemption mark. But then they also got Ricochet over here who's super but big they, face. Man, and that what's takes when they have both of them facing. That takes like. Uh, to, to make Ali uh, a made of a baby face now from what they've done to him, that oh, would yeah. take advanced planning by them mm-hmm. and like a, and like a, an action plan for them to, to execute, which we know they're not about. <laughs> and Mustafa Ali is not untouchable. I'm sorry. But uh, out of Drew McIntyre or Ricochet, who would you rather see beat Roman? Neither. <laughs> Just answer the question. Just answer the question because it, it's got to be one of these people. Like, it's now, be some of these people. No, Rick, like, Ricochet given momentum and built up to be maybe somebody who could be Roman. Wait, hold on, hold on. So we think Ricochet can be Roman and not Mustafa Ali. That's I think that laughable. you could no, I'm saying I think that well, you Ricochet could has Ricochet to turn heel. Yeah. To yeah. be believable to be Roman. I think it's a possibility that we could get there if they really gave him the time. Not right now, obviously, no. But I mean, look at this week. Drew McIntyre is supposed to be faced, right? Ricochet kind of came out not really talking shit, but just like being bold. If they lean into that more, just Ricochet being cocky, that's easy. Just but also, do dude, it don't even gotta like, be so. In, like he don't gotta be a psychopath like Seth Rollins. That's the thing. I, I'm like expecting Seth to not go anywhere. But Drew McIntyre, like he did plant the seeds for a story if they wanted to tell it, where he said like he's like 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 if you keep if you keep that up like you did like in the match against me like you're gonna go like far here. Mm-hmm. Ricochet, yeah, they did kind of show respect to each other, but. Also, we had Mustafa Ali trying to recruit Ricochet. Was that last week or was that this week? That's this week. That was this week too, right? I, I don't think that's going anywhere, but like, it didn't even make sense. Like, 
which I also feel like is another reason why they don't really know what they're doing with, with Ali. Because it's like these two just feuded less than a year ago, and it was pretty intense, was it not? Mm-hmm. And then Seth he just, Rollins like, just took Rey Mysterio's eye out like a, a year ago, and they're about to be on the same team for the Rollins series. <laughs> like what, in the I name of a brand that. that they just got moved to I did two not weeks ago? That's funny. But, I mean, I do I do like Ricochet being on SmackDown. I think this was his first match on SmackDown, right, since moving over? Yeah, I think this was his was. first appearance. Mm-hmm. So, first match against Drew, you know, they, they go at it pretty often. Didn't he beat Drew McIntyre one time on, like, a Raw in 2018 or 19? That's probably, like, Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. Drew. Yeah, around it probably time. was. He probably yeah, beat him, exactly. Honestly. It was. It was around that time. It was around that time Ricochet got his U.S. title run, too, I think. But... Yeah, I, I'm I'm hopeful for his future. I do think y'all might disagree. I do think they could build Ricochet up if they really like if they gave it. The they attention. gotta try, yeah. Because he try. gets over the crowd. I can see him a little a heel Ricochet uh, being Chinsky. And I don't see why they hesitate so much to give people uh, these managers. I mean, possibly because they don't have nobody like that. Mm-hmm. But you say you can see them being who? My fault. I can see a heel ricochet like yep. beating Shinsuke for mm. the Intercontinental title. Who's um maybe maybe we'll see. We'll see. Is Baron Corbin in, still locking it up with him, or he going? Yes, with the he Raiders is. Now? Oh my god! Oh wait, Corbin. is he going with the Viking Raiders now? I hope so. Should give him away from like any singles person trying to do something. Yeah, what is up with them like giving like what is up with them crowning champions and then just forgetting about them? Yeah, exactly. Like, that's what I was about to ask. What's next for Shinsuke? Who's, like, the next person to be up in that spot? It's like they did it with Apollo. They did it with Rhea Ripley. No, they did it with Asuka. Then they did it with Rhea Ripley. And they did it with Apollo Crews. They kind of did it with Big E when he was Intercontinental Champion, too. Like, he feuded with Apollo for, like, how long? Shinsuke yeah. hasn't had a real feud since he won yeah, the yeah, no. title. Let me stop. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm just like I'm just trying to think like who's on that road. I mean, they got they got a few good people, but it's like who are they trying to make important right now? Who are they trying to prioritize? That's why I think I do think Drew and Ricochet are two of those people. Ali in, is in that picture. Um, I don't know who sticks out to y'all. It's like somebody who you could see even just was like mid card being more important in that scene. Drew Gulak. Drew Gulak. Is he SmackDown? <laughs> I don't even know what he's on. Actually, Drew, I wouldn't be surprised if he be cut. No, don't manifest that. Or I ain't trying to manifest none of this, man. But I'm just trying to be realistic about who he's dealing with at this point. But that's just me. Maybe uh, Cesaro. What are they? I don't know what they be trying to do. Like, yeah, had Cesaro keep the pin too in that in that match with the Lotharios. Yo, high key, Mansoor's about to be the one to. Beat Roman at the next crown jewel like a year from now. But honestly, they they're not really doing shit with him either. They have him like lose like like he didn't take the pin, but like you know they have him lose like in a couple minutes. To know, he he's he's team with Cesaro against. That's right. Um, Angel Garza. and Roberto. Like oh yeah, Lo, fuck their last Lo, Los Losarios. What the fuck is a Lothario anyways? Do you know I what a Lothario is? You want me to tell like, you? I really Isn't this like a good looking person? It, no, I'm gonna tell you what the actual definition. Heartthrob. Is it like a, That's what you would think it is. Is it, is it Lothario? Ready? Got the present. A man who behaves selfishly and irresponsibly in his sexual relationships with women. 
So oh, they're, they're whores. <laughs> yes. Male whores. Yo, Vince McMahon needs to be arrested. This is like, come on, man. What are they be thinking about? Yo, if he finds out the... Don't, let me tell, show him that definition. He's going to have vignettes where they're going to be like escorting. <laughs> no, trust me, he knows the definition. Actually, they, make know. Point, <laughs> they make it a point on commentary to point how like sexually attractive they are. And they're like, they're so attractive. Oh my gosh. I'll be thinking it's like, this, yo, Vince, what is I'll going be thinking on? Right this there? is very classy. <laughs> I do. It's like I he's do. definitely back there in the headset, like, talk about his trunks. <laughs> Tell him to take his talk pants about off. him taking the pants. Talk off. about him. You ruined the segment, Michael. You didn't talk about oh, his age enough. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, want you to Why Michael close for our center like Chairman Pete. so scared. I, I just I just saw an interview recently where Michael Cole said he's like 65% hearing loss in one of his ears. Yeah. Is there like Michael a special Cole. like uh like earpiece in? Like honestly, probably, probably from from this man. Hi Key. His own screen. All the pyro. Think about all the loud noise you hear. It's like on a weekly. How piece. loud is it in gorilla? Pyro, the the screaming. I wonder how oh. loud the pyro is. Like, oh yeah, you're right. Cause it's like right behind there. Right there. They like dun, dun, dun. they like, oh shit. I remember when like the raw like announced team was like by the stage in like 2003, 2004. And then, and then like every time they'd be like a shit that a shit scared out of them when it came to come out. They'd just be like <laughs> sitting there and like, talking about like so and then like, <laughs> like oh shit. Oh damn it. That's why everything like, oh my god. <laughs> Oh no. That was the scariest Kane. Like when he first saw a mask, I was terrified. Oh yeah. It's ironic because now he refuses to wear one. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very ironic. So um I think it's a good time now we can kick it over to AW Dynamite and AW yes. Rampage since we didn't really talk about those yet. Um Love the uh dynamite. I got you right here. So, AW Dynamite happened this week. Is this the right? Yeah, November 3rd. Who was that? Oh, that's, that's uh, I know Anna her. I know her. Yeah. Anna Jay. <laughs> Anna Jay. Um, Cody. Anna May. <laughs> Let me stop. Two matches we had this week. Pretty sure Cody had a match with Andrade, right? That was oh, yeah, match. I actually like that match. That was a good match. Um, Kane Bago versus Allen Angels. Yeah, I'm trying to go. Wait, is this in order? I feel like it's not. Yeah, that's in order. This is the first match? This yeah, that was the first Angels, match. Right? Allen Angels after- lost his mask, huh? He got promoted? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't be watching then, uh the being elite enough, but is that where they do it? I think he did on the show. He just took oh, off his mask. Yeah. Okay. But but after the match, they were beating down angels, and then uh Adam, Adam Page came out and they saved, and then he said, "It's very simple. I like I like how he did it. It was it was quick. It's a quick segment where he just like missed the buckshot lariat, like Omega avoided it, mm-hmm. and then he just picked up the title and looked at it, and then and then he just took the microphone and said, 10 days." And then, like, that was it. Mm-hmm. Like, simple. It's simple like, but effective. I'll let you have this title because you got 10 more days left. Now, with that being said, I wanted to ask y'all realistically, when do you think we'll record the show next week? Because AW Full Gear happens on Saturday. Um, due to our schedule in the last few weeks, I don't know if Saturday would be a good day for us to record. So I should we Friday. do our predictions now or should we try to do our best to record Friday? See if we can get them in then, because we still got a whole show that could affect, you know, anything could change. Anything mm-hmm. could change, it picks up. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll pick the last part. You said 
we can't do it. We can't do it Sunday. Wait, we should do it Friday because something. shows on Saturday. Shows on Saturday. Oh, Don't and not know. and doing it Friday, we're not gonna like you know. No, we could do it Friday. I'm just asking, is it possible we can do it to record on Friday though? Is oh yeah. All right. Yeah, we can do it Friday. So we'll set that in, in stone and do our predictions next week. So without further ado, yep, Kenny Omega got the dub. CM Punk and Addresses John Punk, Mox. Address John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. First of all, I think we should talk uh shed a little bit of light on the John Moxley situation. Oh yeah, we didn't get um, to yeah. he um Tony Khan announced last week or sometime during this week that he will be taking some time off to um deal with some uh, alcohol issues i guess he was having so he's going mm-hmm. to um an inpatient uh yeah facility yeah rehab yeah facility he's going to be out for the foreseeable future so i'm wishing the, him the best in his recovery it takes a lot you know to step away from something you love especially like when you're just going at it uh, especially so like long. now too like when He's about to have a big pay-per-view match with like Brian Danielson coming up, and like all this is like right in front of him. It's 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 really real big of him to like step away. It's and be a lot like, of courage. Yeah, I need to I need to do this like for my family, like for myself. Like I need to to get help with this. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I respect him like now more than ever for doing something like that because this is something that he was dealing with like in silence, you know. And then mm-hmm. for him to just like kind of stop everything and say, you know, what? I gotta address this because she could get bad quick. And I think him having like a new child in his life probably changed his perspective a little bit. You know, just just off the my theory of it is it, he's probably looking at life a little differently now and like taking responsibility for like his actions and like what he has to do. So shout out to that dude, man. He was kicking mm-hmm. ass too when he was when he was about to leave or when he like right before these last few weeks. He's going mm-hmm. on a tear. So I think he's gonna come back even better than ever, man. He's gonna come back healthier, clear headed. Yep, I can't wait. But with that being said, we had two people in the ring. Wait, I'm sorry. I meant to change the subject real fast. We can yeah, get right back to it. I was just scrolling on uh, Twitter looking at this Walter versus Cesaro shit, which it looks like they, you know, filmed. What they do with that, I don't know. But you see this nigga Walter, man? This nigga look like he fucking slimmed down and like... Really? Send it. Send it to the Send it to the page. I mean, yeah, send it to the group chat. Yeah, gotcha. But I don't know why they don't put live shows like just like on YouTube or something, or like what, like they did with like Beast in the yeah. East. Yeah, you don't even have to have like commentary on it. You don't just post it up. I just want to see it, mm-hmm. like just a little random shit that Facts. they be doing. Like you, you recorded mean, it, yeah. You might as well just put it out. Yeah, I don't know why, but if they typically what they do on the live shows does kind of allude to what we get in the future. So maybe that's why they don't like to showcase it because we remember yeah, like right out, before like, the Kinks. Yeah, right before they got that. Well, we got that triple threat with Roman, Biggie, and um, was it Bobby? Yeah, they did that on the live show. So yeah, give us violence. <laughs> where we, where do y'all think Walter would go though? In that in that case, I guess SmackDown, right? I think he would go to SmackDown. Yeah, probably SmackDown if he, okay. if he goes to the US. Then you might get your Walter Roman match. Yeah, but, but. he got to beat Roman. Nah, you tripping, they gotta, they gotta make up for Survivor Series. What then they I got Walter and Pete Roman. I know. <laughs> I would want to see. Walter getting built up as... Let me tell you what's going to happen with Walter. Walter getting built up as a foreigner. He going to be dominant for a few months. Uh, Walter going to lose to Drew McIntyre. Walter going to be going. 
<laughs> that's the reality, Dylan. Yeah, that, probably that's, good that's probably right. It's the world it's you probably will. Both of those are probably true. Probably will be a good match. I'm not even trying to be rude right. about it, but I'm just like, yo, we got to stop getting our hopes up, man. I know. We got to stop. We got to look at the reality of what's going to happen. We know what they're going to do with Walter. Foreigner. Big. Dominant. Job. They're going to make him mute or he's going to cut like promos in his, his, like, uh, his native language. I would like to see him a bad that, guy. Honestly. But speaking of violence, back to... Uh, oh, yeah. Speaking of violence. Yep. Yeah, CM Punk. Like and Eddie Eddie Kingston, I might be the most hyped for this match. Yo, on Dynamite, they they he said he, he called him out for Rampage to to apologize to him for interrupting his promo. Which honestly, I'm, I'm starting to feel for Eddie Kingston. I'm like, you a bitch, CM Punk. Like, nigga, why you <laughs> so much? Like, you in the back laughing at boy after he just lost. He come out obviously he mad, and you over here like, what's this guy's problem? Like, shut the fuck so up. He, I he lost the competitive match. <laughs> he lost the match. I'm it's glad. We, I'm just glad we finally getting what we want. CM Punk stepping out his little bitch ass show, and he going to <laughs> actually actually come on. Let's get this spitting, bro. Where the bars at? And we got it. We got it. I'm starting to. I'm like, yeah, Punk. That's what I like. Let's get into it. We'll get, but, we'll get into that a little bit. But not even oh, Punk didn't steal the segment. Honestly, Eddie Kingston is like the work he puts in on the mic, like in the believability in his character. I don't know what this man go like. What goes through his mind? But the way he can just seamlessly switch between reality and the fiction of it and just blurring those lines but yeah you don't know like where is where does the character i know it kicks it again when does the man begin you don't know i don't think he knows I, I honestly don't he but yeah the work he does is, is insane this it couldn't have been a more heated promo this is probably my high spot of the week yeah I'm, I'm hyped for this match i think they're gonna really turn it up like i love like that that it was like two baby faces they had beef. Like they were, they weren't really heels, like on, on each side. Both of them weren't heels. Like, you, you could agree with one or the other, but none of them were heels. It's like two baby faces that have like, like hatred towards each other. You yeah. don't really see that a lot in in wrestling nowadays. Where like these two like, poo good guys, like mm-hmm. they can they can have problems without one of them turning heel. And I like how they established the history between them that already existed, but never really was like shown on screen. You know how they were just saying like they were both people who respected each other at some point, but mm-hmm. now it's changed. Or not even one reason or, or not other, even but. they didn't respect each other. Like Kingston respected Punk, but mm-hmm. Kingston felt Punk never respected him. Yeah, like exactly. he's like he's like he judged me. Like when when we met each other like 15 or so years ago, you judged me mm-hmm. when you looked at me and then you like disregarded me. And he was like, damn right, I did judge you because I had faith in you and you let me down. And it's like, damn, that's deep. And then he said, and then he hit him with that line. He's like, how about you go away? And then go away for another seven years and punk headbutted him. Oh, man. Man, Eddie Kingston, I, I really want him to win the world title at some point. I don't care. I, the, I do too. I don't I, care if the rain lasts 14 days, a month. I don't care. I just need to see him like, I think he deserves it, bro. Like, He's somebody who like that's like life changing, you know. Yeah, he's got like a lot put, of heart. All the work he put in and like all these years he dedicated to the craft and how serious he takes this shit and every promo, every match, it's dope, man. Seems like a great guy. But and then what else we, we had, had? Trios, bro. For the, we had uh Kalisto or Samurai oh, del yeah, Soul now. Samurai del Soul. Yo, he was getting in it this week because um he did you see the tweet he put out about um Brody Lee and then yeah that that seemed like something that none of us should have seen 
like that that yeah. they're correcting him. Like that should have like, been what? a DM. That should have been yes, in like person. This should not have been handled on Twitter. There, yeah, not, like some things should not be handled for so for mature. the public to see. Yeah, like you you flat out just trying to like embarrass the guy. Like you could easily just mention and be like, hey man, hey I appreciate. Yeah, it. I didn't. I didn't I, you don't even have you. to mention it. You could just say it in there. But I appreciate your um message about John. Spell it correctly. And yeah, on what you said, blah blah blah. That's it. You know, it didn't have to be Jericho coming out. And I fucking hate Jericho always trying to, like, interject himself, especially when it comes to, like, the lives of other people who passed away. Him always trying to be like, oh, man, I was his best friend. I was there to, like, yo, you be up everybody ass on these uh, Dark Side of the Ring documentaries. Like, oh, but Jericho You're didn't have to bitch. go there. He didn't have to go there. Like, you, you didn't have to. Bitch. What? I don't even know. I don't know what their relationship was like, but. Yeah, yeah I, I I think like just just like not not everything needs to be done on Twitter. Like especially if you like like he was just there at Dynamite. There's no way they don't have his number. You can't DM him. There's exactly. no way you can like just talk to him. Like say like I, this is why I have a problem with it and fix it. I feel like people get too far off that they're just trying to dunk on people on Twitter mm-hmm. and shit. But didn't they pull up uh, receipts of when Jericho spelled somebody else's name wrong? I think it was like I think it was Miro, but no. but like I think it was different. Like uh, I don't know, but he did. But that's what's off the point anyway. But yeah, just Jericho's like impatience with people is kind of like not alarming, but it's like it 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 just shows you like the type of person he is. Because if it, it was somebody else, in his mouth. If it was somebody time. else, if it was yeah. somebody else, like white random, he wouldn't have said some shit. He would have just like brushed it off. But I feel like because it's Kalisto, he targeted him. Maybe that's just how I see it, but mm, fuck Jerko. <laughs> and I don't see why they want to make him a face so bad. Like, it's just because of the song, honestly. I hate this. Oh, well, we can get to it. Well, actually, looks like that's like the next thing. Well, it's like Friends, yo. The theme song is hot, but the actual product is trash. That's well, we had like the inner circle. Yeah, we, we can talk about that. Save it. Inner circle reveals full gear opponents. Um, they got to choose. So, inner circle is beefing with um American Top Team. They get Patriot to choose, yeah, they get to choose who will be in this. I, I hate their segments, man. <laughs> I, I agree with them. With these segments this suck. Ass. This I thought I thought way. Van Zant was was good on the mic when she was when she was on there. Like she she came across like confident and stuff. Mm-hmm. She seems like somebody that could be a player in like the women's division in the near future. But like possibly. But that's just, what I was wondering. Are they going to keep stay around? It's just this? a mess. It was just a mess. The, the the entire like segment. Are the team? Are they gonna like stay around? American Top Team. But after this few, I think yeah. some of them might stay around. I could see. I would like Junior Dos Santos to stay because he was always somebody who actually made. Yeah, out of he that seems whole like group, he's somebody who actually has like legitimacy, legitimacy in the in the UFC. And I guess um. Orlovsky Masvidal, too. Yeah, Masvidal too. Orlovsky's tough. Yeah. Is, is that Paige Vincent's boyfriend? No. All right, well, they got – so they chose Dos Santos, uh, Arlovsky. Um, and Dan Lambert. Yeah, Dan Lambert. So it's just three? I thought they was all going to go at it. It's, it's uh, Scorpio it's Sky, Ethan Page. Oh, yeah, duh. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I'm forgetting that they're even a part of this whole – Yeah, that's why I don't know if it's – they got to they gotta have him win. Forgot that, yeah, they should. But – They're man. probably going to have Dan Lambert get his ass beat and then take the pit. That's probably what's going to happen. Yeah. At the pay per view, 
I don't want to see any more of that guy, bro. It's I kind of do. Honestly, if the, if if Inner Circle winning like ends this feud, then fine, so be it. <laughs> they have a feud end like you that. Know, I don't even care. Like, get him out of here, bro. I'm just tired of it. But then we had um TBS Women's Championship Tournament continuing, and it, this might still be a first round match though. Anna J versus Jamie Hader. I think Jamie Hader won that. Yeah, um, I believe she won. I don't really care about either though. So sorry. Um. MJF addresses Darby Allen. Oh, MJF! I thought he cut like a heater trouble here. Mm-hmm. What? Yo, was this when they start mixing in the crowd? Yeah, when they fight, yeah, yeah. they start fighting this the crowd. segment. Like, because he, he didn't, he didn't go through like, like, the, like the cheap heat on this. Like, he he was targeted in his like insults to Darby mm-hmm. in this one. He wasn't like some know. like generic like heel stuff like, that they falls back on sometimes. Yeah, facts. He he's such like a master of that of that craft. I don't know at this point where to go with my pick for this. I need to see what happens this week. I think, but yeah, I think like MJF, MJF defeat He might kick his takes first the L, win. You think he take the win? Yeah, I was but, like, I but also he, he said because uh, like the the base of the feud is now like I don't think Darby Allen's gonna like try to like do as much like crazy things in the match because he mm-hmm. said that like. Because MJF's like, oh, I'm a way better wrestler than you are. Like, you're just like a stunt man, basically. And then Darby Allen said, like, I'm, I'm going to prove to you that, like, I'm a better wrestler than you. I'm not throwing here. myself down the steps. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I can. I don't know. So that'd be interesting. But it is going to be a dope match. And um, they so, like, meta with how they are sometimes, like, referencing the fact that they're, like, the pillars of, like, AEW's brand. With like, I don't know who the two others they were really referencing. I guess like Hangman and um, they're saying Jungle Boy, Jungle Boy and, yeah, uh, and uh, Sammy, Sammy Guevara. Yeah, okay, I can see that. Yeah, but yeah, I do think that this is going to be something we see a lot in the future. Like this is going to be kind of like they bloodbath, like constantly linked rivals. Mm-hmm. But yeah, then we finally get the Cody versus Andrade. Pretty solid match. Andrade uh, beat Cody. I'm glad he taking L's. More people booing Cody, man. Like, wh- when is it gonna tip over? When is it? When is the uh, the water gonna flow out of the bucket? Metaphorically, I don't even um, know. But yeah, what, what were like your overall thoughts on this match? Uh, cause I what even happened? I feel like something happened after. I thought I thought it was a good match between them. Mm-hmm. Like they had a uh, well after the match, like the I think like the it was like Dax Dax Harwood and Cash yeah. Wheeler like beat him down. After the match, and then like oh, they about to go into something. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Lucha Bros are the save too. Andrade so, is partner kind of between the pinnacle, or are they just kind of like cool with each other. They had like a segment where like he paid off MJF for like oh, the yeah, services. That's right. That's right. That was dope. I like a little shit like that. Andrade, I'm glad they starting to give him his little bit of shine. I think they're gonna do a tag team match. I think it's gonna be Andrade and. Malachi Black versus Rhodes and Pac at the pay-per-view. Ooh, I could like that. I would like that. Pac, once again, not on TV. He only showed for the pay-per-views, basically. And, like, a couple matches dispersed throughout, like, three. Yeah, he, he's not there every week. <laughs> he ain't coming down. But um, finally, we had the World Title Eliminated Tournament. Miro obviously slotted in for it. John Moxley in this case facing off against Orange Cassidy. Um, Orange Cassidy started started out trying to do the mind games and shit, kicking him 
in all those games. Pretty solid. They had um, I mean, I mean, pretty much like pick up towards the end. He was pretty much dominating toward like throughout the whole match. Um, Orange kind of just was coming back a little bit more momentum. About to do this orange punch, John. Somehow reversed it, locked in the accolade, whatever he call it now. Mm-hmm. And then Miro will be facing Brian Danielson at full gear. Yep, full gear. That's gonna that's gonna to be, be fire. Crazy match because the work that Miro is doing right now, I kind of want him. I kind of want them to give him the title, damn, or at least have him face Hangman as like his first. Yeah, match. I think I think Miro takes that, but we'll get into that mm-hmm. next yeah, week. Next week we will get to that. Um. For Rampage, we already discussed. Uh, mm-hmm. Pretty much, right? We discussed like Kings, Eddie Kingston. Yeah, so it's so, all. I guess yeah, Red Velvet like winning the one. I guess the bunny. I'm yeah, she's that. facing Jake Cargill. What's that bracket on her face? Like now? I need to see it. I don't know. I can't find it. John Silver versus Adam Cole. I don't yeah, really that, that's, I thought that was a pretty good match. Good, yeah. John Silver is like somebody they really like. He's really so, over. Yeah, yeah he's he like is. really over the crowd, but. What do you think about him? You a fan? I think yeah, I like him. I like he does like the like he does like the like the Cesaro like run around the ring spot where he just like takes on everybody. Yeah, like real fast. You're in the silver mine. The silver mine. (laughs) Is it the name of his fan base? Yeah, I was like, I was was like, when when did did John Silver get the the silver mine? (laughs) The Johnny Hungy men. Johnny Hungy. The Hungies. I don't know. The Hungarian. But look, Hungarian. next week, next week we'll preview um full gear. I'm gonna see just what the card is looking like now. Just to see what it's checking out to be. And then I don't know what what the hell are these things? This seem like a okay. Yo, what the hell? All right, here we go. So far, we've got the world title match, Kenny and Hangman, Britt Baker versus Tay Conti. Okay. Lucha Bros versus FTR. Brian Danielson versus Miro. Then we got the Minneapolis, Minneapolis Street Fight. False count anywhere between Jurassic Express and Christian Cage versus Super Click. Darby Allen versus MJFC and Punk versus Eddie Kingston. Jesus, eight matches. You think they'll add anything else to this? Or that's, that's pretty much it. I don't know, eight matches is a lot. They it is, but they typically be running pretty long on these on these pay-per-views. I but, think I think just like the like I said, like the like the Cody and Andrade match, I think that's gonna get added. Maybe another women's match. Yeah, because right now they only have one, right? Yeah. I thought the um wouldn't the tournament conclude here? No. I guess not. Yeah, because it's like it's a semifinals, I think. Oh, or quarterfinals. Or is They're it running on different times. Quarterfinals. Yeah. I don't think the title is like, I thought they weren't crowning a champion until like next year. Yeah, not really? to January. Yeah, that's when they go oh, to wow. TBS. Okay. Got like two more months for that. So, when are they going to like do it? Like, they're going to have the finalists just feud until like January or something? I think they're going to, well, they have like a quarterfinals. So, like, they still have like two more rounds to go through before the Damn. finals. They really stretching this out. Well, at least they figured something out that something out, like out to do with a women's division for the progressive period of time. Some people can't some people can't do the same, you know. Mm-hmm. See that I think they've actually like well 
WWE's very top heavy with like their uh, women's division. Mm-hmm. Like anybody but else, at the very top, they got is fucking cooked. <laughs> yep, they got shots now, but who knows how long they stick with her? Yeah, I know, right. She just reminded me of the NXT era that we just escaped from. They got Tony Storm, who's MIA. They got Io Shirai, who they got. Oh, I'm not, let me not get into this. They got the Zia Lee. Need to be on the main roster. Hasn't appeared at all. Zia Lee coming up next week, right? No, it just says coming soon. Coming soon. Which was the so same like, shit they was doing for Tony Storm. And then she finally like came. She disappeared. Where the fuck is Elias? He didn't even get drafted. Yo, he, he buried himself. He buried himself. Remember that? He like, he like, he's like, Elias is dead. I guess he I guess he wasn't coming back. I guess he was just saying that he's going. Who's he coming back as now, though? <laughs> You think he's gonna be a whole new boy? Like I'm like, who the fuck? He's gonna come back as a uh, Bray Wyatt. <laughs> I thought he was gonna make him the boy that cut the ropes for Finn Balor. <laughs> nah, that, that that was that was no storyline. He about to come back with yeah, a shit. I literally never mentioned shit. that shit ever. <laughs> he about to come back bald, looking crazy. Finn never even mentioned it. Bald Elias, he gonna look wild. He come back like blonde hair. <laughs> he need to come back as Bone Saw from the Spider Man movie. <laughs> Randy Savage. <laughs> yeah. Then they're gonna come out in a singlet. Real rap. But all right, man. I think it's about time we rap. Get yeah. on out of here. This has been episode number 36 of Subject to Change with your boys Fabius 3. No. Follow us at sub number two change pod on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow me at Vince McMahon's MCMANZ. You can follow me on Twitter at uh Sensei Slim. You know how that be. On Instagram as Slim Villain. I just want to say one more thing. Fuck the WWE. You know. <laughs> and uh, you can follow me at Chad Gelfin on Twitter and Instagram. Shout out to ROH, man. RIP. Maybe. I don't RIP know. ROH, man. We talked about that? Oh, yeah, yeah we, we did. did. We did last week. Yeah. All right. Deuces, yo. Next week. Last week. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. We need a soundboard. Last week I said. Next week, full gear previews. Bet. Deuces.